0: Hey guys
1: and girls, welcome Welcome to to Single Single to Sealed.
0: Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna.
1: As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage.
0: All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk what's up everyone welcome back to another episode of single to sealed we are excited to be back we're sorry for what happened last week for those of you who are up to date with the episodes we missed a week we had technical difficulties with our audio file and could not fix it so we're trying it again if you guys are not up to up to date with our instagram or you're not following us on instagram highly recommend that that's where we post information about new podcasts or if we're not able to post so make sure you're following us there
1: yep And we are excited to dive into this episode. This is actually a topic that was sent in by a listener. We've actually had a couple listeners send in this topic, requesting that we talk a little bit more about it. And so we feel inclined to do so. Uh, As you can tell from the subject line of this episode, we're going to be talking about today how to talk about past sins with your significant other. Now we know as a podcast, we have encouraged our listeners to go into marriage with no secrets. And the reason that's so important is because when we when we live our lives and make choices, sometimes our choices affect the rest of our lives. Sometimes they we have consequences that we will deal with forever. Just because we've repented of something and it's gone doesn't mean that we no longer suffer any consequences from that poor decision. Um, And so when we go into marriage with someone and we're dedicating our lives to a person, we truly do deserve to know who we're marrying and whether or not they have any consequences from past decisions that will affect them for the rest of their life and therefore our life because we're tying ourselves to them. And if we don't reveal some important things about us in the dating phase, it can cause a lot of trust issues later on in the relationship and the marriage. And we don't want that to happen. We don't want that to be a problem in a marriage. And so today we're talking about honesty and talking about past sins, and we're giving you guys our two cents onto how to handle this. Before we dive in, though, and start going over our points that we're going to reflect on, I do want to mention we received some constructive criticism from a listener that said that we sometimes do our podcasts as if like we know everything and it's only our way or the highway kind of vibe. Right, Jerry? That's correct. And so um, we just want to make it clear here on this podcast. You don't have to do what we tell you to do. This is just our personal opinion based on experience and what we truly feel is going to help you guys have successful relationships and truly meet someone that's going to be a, a good partner. And we're truly just trying to help you guys. We're, we've never claimed to be professionals by any means, but we have been married successfully for almost five years, and we have a lot of different dating experience, and we bring on professionals, and we try to keep our podcast credible and real, and as if you're sitting down across from your best friends on the couch getting dating advice from them. And that's what we're truly striving to achieve here with our podcast, and we just want you to know that, that everything we say comes from a spot of love. There are so many different things we could talk about in this podcast. We're never going to be able to cover every avenue and every nuance of dating. We're going to try to do it, but we're never going to cover everything. So be patient with us as we move through all the topics that we want to bring up in this podcast, and we will slowly try to cover everything and try to give you guys the answers that you are seeking and be a place that you can trust to feel safe and heard and understood before every episode. We always say a prayer asking God to help inspire us and help us have the words that you need to hear in order to have successful dating and to feel loved by him while you're dating and to make good decisions for us to have that guidance for you and truly be a safe platform for you. And that's what we're striving for in this podcast is to have God involved and to make you guys feel safe and loved and supported on your dating journeys.
0: I could promise you guys that through all the hard times of being sick and recording late at night. You know, we don't, we don't do that just for us. <laughs> we, <laughs> we do that because there's a lot of people who request this information. There's a lot of people who, you know, inspired us to do this, this podcast in the first place because we feel like we have the ability to help other people and improve their dating experiences. So thanks so much for being on the podcast and for, and for listening. For everyone who's here on this episode, whether you're listening the day it comes out, or you know six months <laughs> down the line mm-hmm. it's a, it's always so important to us that you're listening to all these episodes and really taking in these opinions we really need more of this today just in the world in general people being willing to be open and listen to other people's perspectives you know despite our own personal feelings that's just how we grow that's how we learn and so thanks again
1: we love you guys okay diving into the topic okay first point we want to discuss with you is that everyone has made mistakes we all have made mistakes as part of being human beings and the struggle of learning to use our agency correctly and we are all going to make mistakes in dating that's just how it is whether that be you know mistakes with possibly the law of chastity mistakes with um, how we speak or communicate to one another mistakes with um i don't know like first impressions or choices that we make of where we're going to take someone out on a date i mean all of those mistakes happen maybe we ghosted someone Maybe we ghosted more than one someone's, you know, things like that are going to happen in our dating life. That's part of growing and learning and becoming a good person to date and a f- good future spouse.
0: Yeah. You could be someone like me that has to deal with Brianna because I've never made a mistake in my whole life. So it's hard to really understand her feelings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want to try that again, babe? <laughs> no, <I'll> keep it. <laughs> Um, So yeah, and we want to cover just briefly how important repentance is. Repentance is key when we're making mistakes. We have to know that that repentance is there and that the atonement is there and that God loves us and that we can change and grow and we can be forgiven of our past mistakes. We don't want you to feel like listening to and leaving this podcast after it's done like repentance doesn't exist and that you can't be forgiven of your sins and that you know you can't move on and grow but despite being able to repent like we talked about a few minutes ago you can still have those consequences of past mistakes and that's where this topic comes in
0: and I think we might need to stress the importance of the difference between uh, mistakes and sins Mm -hmm. because sometimes they're not synonymous you know let's Let's say you felt guilty for the piece of paper you saw flying down the street and so you picked it up, throw it in the trash and it was a naked lady on it. You know, you immediately throw it in the trash and now you feel guilty because you basically saw pornography. But that wasn't your fault. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's it's not a sin. It's not something that you went out of your way to do, you know, and so but that's still something that maybe you feel like you you need to share with mm-hmm. someone that you're dating because it's something that's on your mind, it's something you feel feel bad about. You know, but uh, we don't we don't always want to say like certain things that we do or mistakes or something that needs to be repented for, so to say. So just just keep that in mind with your own wisdom as we as we kind of talk about some of these topics.
1: And just know if you have made large mistakes, especially when it comes to the law of chastity, and you're never too far away from God to receive his light and his love and to return to him. He always has his hands outstretched to you. So we want this to be an overlying theme of this episode, that you are loved and you are important no matter the mistakes or sins of your past, and that repentance and God's light is always there for you. Now, The reason this topic is important is because when we feel close and intimate with someone, when we are forming that relationship with a person and we want to feel even closer to them, many times we have that desire to share about our past and to feel accepted by them despite our past and to grow closer by sharing those intimate parts of our lives, which ultimately leads down to sharing sometimes our past sins or mistakes that we've made. And sometimes we may even feel dirty because we haven't shared those or we feel like we're not being honest with them because we haven't shared those sins or mistakes from our past. And this is why we always encourage people to go into marriage with no secrets. You don't want to be kneeling across the altar from someone on your wedding day and feeling like they don't know everything about you and that... You know, this isn't going to be a good relationship because they don't know my biggest secret or something or they don't know this thing that's that I, this thing I struggle with, whether that be like pornography or drugs or anything of those sorts, anything that could affect your significant other.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's really important that, that you say that just because you you want the person who you're going to be with to accept you for everything that you are for for your your better and your worse. Right. Mm-hmm. As they say, for better, for worse. And so, you know, it, you shouldn't, I mean, it, it can be scary being being willing to share some of your um, past sins with somebody. But, you know, the way that they receive that and going forward, the way they, they accept you really, really does define how the, realest, how the rest of a relationship is going to go. And it's much better for them to learn and accept and admit that they're willing to move forward and, you know, for, and forgive and or just understand because it may not have have anything to do with you at all and so that you don't go into your marriage feeling like um, you're you're if they
1: really <laughs> knew who I was they wouldn't love me or something yeah, like something that. like that yeah I really I really love what you said there about how this is going to define your relationship how you guys are able to connect and move past and I think that's where you know that it's true grown-up love I feel like childlike love or infatuation or lust is many times, I love him or her because. Because he makes me smile. Because he holds the door open for me. Because she makes me feel happy, you know? And it's only ever because of these things. I think true love has those moments of I love them because, but it also has the moments of I love them in spite of. Because true love sees the person you're dating and the person you're with as a whole being with good things and with faults and recognizes those faults and says, I, I see that you're not perfect and I still love you. I still love you in spite of those things and also because of those things. And that's when you know that you've crossed that bridge into a, a true love that can last when you're both seeing each other as whole people with faults and with with good traits and characteristics, but also recognizing that you're imperfect and loving each other despite that.
0: I think one way you can know, I mean, we're not saying that every single thing you've ever done, you need to divulge. (laughs) And, (laughs) and, you know, in in your past, you know, having to confess that eraser tip you took from that kid in second grade.
1: Or the gumball that you got to knock around and knock, what, three gumballs out of the (laughs) gumball machine instead of one when you paid for it. I did that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's not something that's going to greatly impact your marriage. But, um, you know, a good, a good way to think about this is, is, is this thing that I'm doing something that I wish my partner would tell me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a kind of a good, a good baseline. You have to answer that openly and honestly with yourself too. It takes introspection. You know, because it's easy for you to say, nah, I wouldn't want to know that. But <laughs> you have to really be able to be honest with yourself and say, you know, if I had heard, if, if, if I knew uh, this or by me doing this thing that I'm doing right now, like what I want the, myself to know this if the other person was doing it?
1: And it also takes knowing your significant other as well and asking yourself, you know, based off of what I know about her or him, is this something they would want to know about me? And if it is, then you should definitely share it. And also I think it's important to ask yourself, is this mistake or sin of my past something that will affect them in our future relationship? So like I gave the example of like a drug or alcohol problem or like pornography. If this is something, a sin or a mistake or something you've struggled with in the past and it possibly could affect your future, this is definitely something that you need to share. And you don't need to sit down and be like, you know, I looked at pornography, you know, every hour, you know, for three weeks, six months ago. And this is exactly what I looked at. And these are the things I looked up. Like you don't need to divulge like every single second of every single minute and like, you know, give like notes, like spark notes of it. That's not what you need to do. But you do need to share that this has been a problem and that I've struggled with it for this amount of time or that, you know, I, I crossed a line with someone I dated previously. And like Jerry and I had these conversations as well when we were dating. And like we talked about, it's not the most comfortable thing to share law of chastity like stuff that you've done in your past especially um, like myself I was inactive for a time in high school and I did a lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't with guys and you know went clubbing a lot and that kind of stuff and and telling someone that you might be married too soon these things and worrying that it might affect how they view you can always be scary um, but I felt good telling them to Jerry because I wanted him to know everything about me. I wanted him to know that I had a past and that I hadn't made the best decision decisions in the past. And that feeling of love that I had from him when we had this conversation helped me feel even better and safer going into our relationship because I knew that he knew everything about me and and his love didn't change for me. And if he wouldn't have accepted those things in my past, then I would have known that it wasn't the right relationship for me because I'm looking for someone who loves me as a whole person like we talked about with my faults and with my my good characteristics, my good choices.
0: Now I do think on the other hand on the other hand of this, the person who's listening or receiving this information, you know, also has to be willing to say, okay, like what's enough for me to hear? Like what's 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 enough for me to hear that I that this person needs to share versus Like, how much extra digging I'm doing that's not really necessary. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something, on the other hand, too, like Brianna's saying, you know, every single minute in detail, you might have someone that gets really anxious or concerned by your past and then starts grilling you like this. Mm -hmm. You know, imagine how you'd feel on the other side. where the person just like, I need more details. I need da, 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 da. You know, as if all those specific details of the past, you know, is really going to...
1: Is really relevant. ...change what you're
0: doing right now. You know, it's just a lot more, I think... uh, Maybe from a place of anxiety or being nosy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think at that point, for something that's not really going to impact your relationship.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think, as the person who is bringing up these things of your past, it is nice to make your relationship a safe space. So, if you're sharing about your past and you are being open and honest, you can always invite your significant other to ask questions if you feel comfortable. And that can also help them feel comfortable. They might only want to ask questions because they feel like maybe you're trying to hide something. And so if you tell them, you know, this is the mistake I made, or this is the sin that I had issues with in the past, and you are welcome to ask anything you would like. I will share anything with you that you want. And you can even say, like, it doesn't make me comfortable to share these things, and I don't really want to, but for you, I'm willing to open up and share about my past mistakes because I want you to know, I want you to know everything about me. And... Um, And so that can help create that sense of security for the person you're dating, knowing that if they want to know something that they can ask you and you'll be honest with them.
0: And you really have to use the spirit here. You really have to use um, wisdom in determining when is the best time to have this conversation. Uh, It's probably not best to have this conversation on your second date. No. (laughs) You know, I think you get a little bit more invested with somebody. And as you start to feel things be really connected, maybe as you become an official relationship, you know, it's really important to be able to share these things because I think you're just going to kind of hit a roadblock. You're going to want to connect in a way that you just can't unless this information is, is off your chest.
1: I would say if I was dating someone, and I think you and I had this conversation like pre-engagement, I would say that this should be a conversation had when you're getting really close to engagement, but you're not engaged yet. And if you feel like you're not ready to share these things with someone that you're about to get engaged to, then you're not ready to get engaged. I feel like your relationship needs to be in a space where you feel like close enough with this person and safe enough with this person that you can share these things Um, or you're not even ready to get engaged because you should feel the same closeness and security and safety with someone that you're going to get married to as well. And so definitely I think this should be pre-engagement but not post-engagement. So right around that time when you guys are sure that you're getting really serious and so now it's time to share and to have the more serious conversations.
0: And people receiving this information should really see it as a positive thing.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: a very positive thing instead of thinking of it as a scary and negative thing. Like the fact that somebody's willing to do this shows how committed they are to you, that they're willing to be vulnerable enough that a potential relationship could end.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, so as the person that's receiving this information, we want you to look at a few things and take into account a few different things when you're hearing this information from someone. First thing is to know whether or not they've repented of this or sought a way to heal from this, from what's happened in the past. This is really important because this will help you know if they've truly moved past it. And like like we talked about before, you don't need to be asking details Or being like, how many times have you talked to someone about this? You know, did you have to stop taking the sacrament? Like all those things. You don't need to know those details, but you can just ask simply, have you been able to solve this with someone? Like, have you been able to seek help for this? And do you feel like you've truly left it in the past? And ask that question. And if they say yes, and they they can choose whether or not to give you the information of like how they've went about healing themselves from this. And that I think that's a really important step to knowing if they are ready to be in a relationship with you and ready to move forward with you to know whether or not they've been accountable or tried to correct the errors of the past
0: another important thing you can look at is asking the question has whatever this person's done hurt others or themselves and do they do they seem remorseful for it you know as they're telling you about it or are they kind of laughing about it or just you know is not a big deal you know, depending on the severity mm-hmm. of, of the of the sin in you know, or the mistake you know I think that's pretty big a pretty big deal to understand their temperament and potentially even potentially even be able to discern if something that they're doing is actually in the past mm-hmm. because I think based on their attitude and the way that they talk about um, their past their past sins you know can maybe shed a little bit of light on that because you know we're not perfect and it can be easy to talk about things we used to do while we're still doing them
1: And then also to know what changes, or to ask yourself, what changes do you see in this person now that shows you that they're different or changed or making better choices? Like if they tell you that, I don't know, I'm trying to give a good example. Like if their last relationship was abusive, um, like physically, maybe they got a little physical in their last relationship. What changes have you seen in your relationship? Let's say you've been dating them for like eight months. Like have, have they ever seemed to cross that line with you like what proof do you have that they have made those changes and that they are a different person they've they've changed those things in their life Um, and to just truly look at at the proof that's in your own experience with them another important part of that is to ask yourself how do you feel when they're talking about this what feelings are going through your body and like what thoughts are going through your mind and what is the spirit prompting and telling you about what they're saying? Is Are you feeling sure that they're telling you the truth, um, that they're being honest with you? Are you feeling safe with them when they talk about this? Are you feeling still that this relationship is right for you and that it is where you're supposed to be? And truly praying while you're listening to them talk, praying for God to help guide you and to give you that gift of discernment that we always talk about so that you can discern whether or not this is a safe place for you and the right relationship for you and whether or not they're being honest and truthful for, with with you.
0: And we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, you know, that ability to cope and embrace what somebody is telling you. I mean, first of all, are you willing to cope and embrace? Can you cope and embrace? Because it's, just, it's also very likely that, unfortunately, something that you've done um, in the past, you know, it still reaps its consequences today. And... But let's say, just in a more, what kind of situation this is? Like just, is just a normal like, situation. Let's just
1: say they broke the law of chastity with someone previously, and now they have an STD.
0: Okay, that's actually what I was thinking. That's weird.
1: <laughs> we, we know each other, good.
0: Yeah, this guy has a pretty serious, you know, STD. This girl has a pretty serious STD. You know, that may be something that is really concerning for somebody, and the you know the risk of them getting this STD is very high, and maybe they don't want to have to deal with that health issue. And unfortunately, I mean, that's just something that you can't get past. It's, some, it's a consequence that lives with you, and maybe they don't want that to be part of your life, unfortunately.
1: I think that it's truly going to take some introspection. I think if you hear, if someone's sharing with you these intimate things, these, let's say we can call them secrets, and these past sins with you, they're taking that time to divulge that and being vulnerable with you. It's wise on your part, unless it's like something extreme, like maybe they've raped someone or it's been something really dangerous, let's say. If it's something like maybe they've broken the law of chastity previously or um, have a, have struggles with pornography, I think it's good in that moment to ask them if you can have some time to pray about it and make sure that this relationship is still right for you. I wouldn't say that you should end things immediately. I feel like in that moment, in the heat of the moment, sometimes things can feel really huge. Um, But then when you take some time apart to pray about it and ponder about it, maybe this is something that you choose to still love them in spite of and still accept them. But I think it's really important for you in that time of introspection to ask yourself if this past sin is something that you can accept and remember no more. If this is something that you have a feeling that in any future fights, or anytime you get mad at them or things get hard, you're going to be like, well, if you hadn't had sex with Shirley when you were 16 in high school, then this wouldn't have happened. Or, But you, you didn't wait for marriage. Or if it's going to be something that you're going to use as a weapon in your relationship, then this is not the relationship for you because that person has done things right. They've repented and they deserve to have a partner that loves them and accepts them and doesn't use past mistakes to hurt them after they've taken the time to repent and to grow from it. So if you're not going to be able to create a a healthy relationship for them, um, then you're not the right person for them either. And that takes a big person to be able to recognize that and say, like, you know what, maybe maybe I can't be the best partner for them that they need.
0: You know, in certain things with uh, bad habits or addiction, you know, even though it's something that they've left, you know, in the past for now, People who are addicts or have had these kind of problems, you know, are obviously more prone to have that happen again. You know, and so are you going to be supportive of them when they come forward and say, I've messed up again?
1: And so it all comes down to how you're feeling this relationship and that introspection, taking that time to really pray about it and ponder about it and see if this is still right for you. And there's nothing wrong in doing that and making a conscious, well-thought-out decision as to whether or not you want to continue with this relationship. And if you don't do that, I feel like maybe when things get hard, if it's something like that, like pornography or something that may come back to haunt you in the future, you'll be frustrated with yourself for not taking that time to make sure this is still right for you. So do take that time. And remember, if they have repented, God has forgiven them. And if we truly love a person that has a past and has repented, their past should not affect your love and your relationship. Um, And if that is truly something that you can embrace about them and continue to love them, then it shouldn't affect that. Um, we all have pasts and things that we're not proud of and we're truly looking for someone who's going to love us not only because of it but in spite of. And this reminds me a lot of when we had Al Caraway on the podcast and she talked about how when she was dating a lot of guys knowing that she had a past because she wasn't a member before, she didn't know about the law of chastity before, um, that they judged her and they didn't want to be with her because she had previously been with guys, as most non-members have been. And so this is something that maybe you need to do, you need to have some introspection before you even start dating about where you stand in this. Um, Maybe for some people, people having a virgin um, as a spouse is a deal breaker, and I'm not going to say there's something extremely wrong with that, um, but it, maybe it's something that is really, really important to you. And so knowing that is, is going to help you date moving forward. But also, you can't always put things in black and white. You might meet the most amazing person who has a past, like Al Carraway, <laughs> and then you just missed out on freaking Al Carraway, right, as an, as an amazing spouse. And so that's where we come back to judging true character and a a person for who they are um, as they are now and not necessarily as they were five years ago. And remembering that people can grow and people can change and that's why we have the atonement. Uh, There's this wonderful quote. um, I don't remember whose wife it was. It was one of the prophet's wives. And in an interview where someone asked her in passing, like, what's it like? What was it like marrying the prophet? Like, what's it like? Like, what was he like? What did they, how did they ask it? They were like, um, what was it like getting married to the prophet or something like that is what they said. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, he wasn't the prophet when I married him. (laughs) And so I think we sometimes forget that even like the most amazing people, amazing members of the church have pasts and they didn't start out their life where they are now. And it took the prophet 60 years to become the prophet, 60 years of growth and it's the same for every one of us and just remember that remember that we're all on a journey of betterment
0: and all this is done in the spirit of honesty like when you keep your relationship like open and honest it's like you're going to avoid trust issues and you know you don't want to do anything that's going to cause your future to have a rift or some kind of issues with your relationship because you know you're constantly you know being concerned that someone is lying to you especially you know we don't know in your situation what what counts as a past you know Mm -hmm. what if what if somebody admits that they drink alcohol a lot when they're depressed and the last time they drank was you know two months before they met you which was like three months ago Mm -hmm. you know that's five months total that's not that much time and is that really in the past Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so I mean your your definition of what counts as past you know also also makes a big deal Uh, As as a part of that,
1: yeah. And there's this quote from a book called His Needs, Her Needs by Willard F. Harley, Jr. And he states, "No area of your life should be kept secret. All of your spouse's questions should be answered fully and completely. Honesty and openness don't drive a spouse away. Dishonesty does. Be honest and open. And we know that if we are honest and open, that we will not lose someone because we're not honest and open." more likely we're going to lose them because we're being dishonest. And if you truly are going to share those vulnerable parts of yourself and and they're going to accept you as who you are, mistakes and all, then you know that person is truly the person for you. If they can't accept your past, they're not someone you want to be married to anyways. And just truly taking that step forward and being vulnerable is going to make you feel so free in your relationship and so secure. Even though it makes you feel insecure to share that, when you feel accepted by that person you're dating, it's going to make you feel so secure and safe in your relationship because you know that they truly know everything and they love you um, despite knowing everything. And that's going to give you such a close bond and such an intimate bond that is going to just fill you. Um, and we just encourage you to seek to be honest in all your dealings with your potential spouse and your spouse once you're married and truly just cultivate that safe space within your marriage
0: now I mean maybe this doesn't uh super apply to you as someone who needs to tell someone something. It's very possible that you've lived a pretty good a pretty good life uh maybe you don't have a lot of these serious transgressions you know but it's definitely something to keep in mind of you know how you how you can cope or how you can um listen and understand somebody who has. That might be a little bit harder for you, um, but it, it doesn't mean that uh, it, it makes you any worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this goes on for both people of this scale, and we really hope that this information has been valuable. Again, like we said before, like there's there's a lot of ways to approach this, and this is just our opinion. This is what we think is very useful, and I know that if you feel like you're going to get married and you don't have to have these conversations and you don't have to be honest and you can talk about it later, I really feel you're wrong I think that you're wrong and you know you're you're going to feel more despair you're less likely to ever tell them at all or you might think if I tell them in 30 years from now that I cheated on her it's going to hurt less you know it's instead what's going to happen is she's going to find out 30 years later and it's going to feel fresh like it Mm -hmm. it's 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 complicated but you know the quicker you can be honest the better you know and in a lot of situations especially when it comes to things like cheating like she said with that quote you know honesty keeps relationships together more than dishonesty because in a lot of cases you probably cheated you were dishonest for a year and then you told the truth <laughs> so it was the year of dishonesty that caused probably more of the problem than the act itself mm-hmm. you know and so you know being being honest in a relationship is very important
1: and we just really want you guys to have fulfilling and whole relationships. And you might be thinking right now, if you've made a big mistake in your past, like, "Oh, I don't need to tell anyone about that. That's that's gone. It's the past. You know, my past doesn't affect my future, and I don't need to tell someone I'm dating about that. You know, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't apply to them." And that might be so, and you are you can feel however you want. But I do know that for my relationship, knowing about Jerry's past and sharing my past was something that brought us closer. And made me feel like I had trust and security in my relationship. And so coming from our experience of dating and divulging pasts and bonding and becoming more, you know, emotionally intimate over that was very healing and helpful for us. And that's why we do recommend that is we want you guys to have a healing and, and whole relationship and be able to feel truly loved and truly accepted by the one person in the world besides God and Jesus Christ that you should feel that from and you want that kind of relationship. So that's why we invite you to do that and just be open and honest. Just like we, we are always told in church, just be honest in all our dealings and specifically honest with our significant others slash spouses. So we love you guys and we want to end this episode just reminding you all that we love every single one of you listening and you are important and beautiful and worthy and loved. No matter what your past is, we here at Single to Sealed love you, Han huh, Jerry? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we just want you to know that no matter what's happened in your life, that God loves you too. And that's the beauty of the atonement and the gospel. Is It's never too late to feel that love.
0: <laughs> They're like, he hesitated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow.
1: If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content.
0: Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll
1: We'll see see you you next
0: time. time.